Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley of Matt Riley Fly Fishing. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing great, Marvin. How are you? Just trying to stay out of trouble. Uh, I think the uh, the story of the day in your neck of the woods is you guys got a ton of rain. We got a ton of rain, man. It's uh, about two inches over the course of maybe 12 hours or so. Um everything's pumping pretty good most everything crested monday mid-afternoon or so um but you know it i don't foresee we haven't we haven't been very wet up until um easter sunday so i'm imagining things will run out fairly quickly um the mountain streams should be moderately fishable by the weekend you know the bigger second order streams the south fork of the holston and and white top laurel and those um they should still be a little high but but you know they're clearing up now and as soon as you know the water gets weightable you know it's it's very fishable and then right now you know if you want to fish it's either going to be still water or you're going to be way up in the mountains um on those first order streams which are still pretty swift but you know they'll be down to a good level in the next couple of days um and then the new and and some of our other warm water rivers around here are pretty much toast um the new crested at about sixty-five thousand cubic feet on monday and it's back down to about twenty-five thousand now um but i don't i i don't uh not that we've been doing a whole lot of floating here anyway but i don't uh do much on it above about five or six thousand um typically so we've got a little ways to go there probably another week or two got it so i mean i guess the trick is right first of all be smart wade safely but if you're going to fish you're going to probably need to go higher but then i guess it's also the silver lining is you got a chance probably to throw streamers for some nice fish since it's a little bit warmer yeah yeah we should um you know lots of food kicking around right now that the uh, trout fishing was great before the before the flood. Um, you know we've had we've had bugs kicking around for a couple of months now, but the uh, March Browns have been showing up um, in small numbers here lately. Quill Gordons are still around. Um, we've got some caddis around, and then uh, isos the the isonychia on the South Fork. Um, cool bug to see too. Um, but then you got crayfish and sculpins and, and all that, you know, smaller fish getting pushed around by these higher flows. That's, that's definitely, uh, definitely my favorite way to fish, uh, when we get these high water events and, and they start falling back down. Yeah, absolutely. And folks, remember, if you have a question for Matt, if you'll send it to us on the Articulate Fly Facebook page, if we read your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag and you're going to get entered into a drawing for some cool stuff from Matt at the end of the season. And, you know, as we always do when we chat, Matt, it's not a fishing report with you if you don't share what you're writing for the rural Virginian. Yeah, so uh, this week, um, it's kind of a, you know, columns are always opinion pieces by definition but this is kind of a a soapbox piece um just kind of discussing the the mechanics of the smallmouth spawn and threats to to strong recruitment and why anglers should be mindful of how they can affect recruitment um our whole region um the mid-atlantic has has had uh somewhat lower smallmouth numbers over the last 
couple of years. And so, um, it, uh, as a, as an angler and, and somebody who spends a lot of time on the water and, and depends on that resource, I think it's important to sort of, uh, notice and understand, um, conditions that may affect the fish and, and adjust your, your behavior likewise. And this whole coronavirus that's had everybody out of work and at home, um, is, is putting a lot of people on the water. And I just, uh, I hope that I hope that this year is not the year that that um, people just uh, what's what's the word? Yeah, love it to death, right? I'm I'm losing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, basically, loving it to death. You know, particularly male smallmouth are, are very susceptible to angling pressure during the during their guarding. Uh, stint during their their spawning activity and with more and more people on the water you know it, it just sort of uh, i hope that people sort of recognize the impact that they can have particularly in the large numbers that are out there fishing right now um you know not really having anything else to do um and just sort of give them a break um if you do fish you know uh don't hammer spawning areas and and don't create what I call zip code fish, um, you know, hooking a fish and releasing them 300 yards down river while you're floating. Um, and this is, you know, one of the reasons I've been having such a, such a hard time sitting still these last couple of weeks is because spring is a really exciting time to be on the river because fish are moving around and things are changing and it's, but it's a great time of year to just be on the river and just sort of be a naturalist, be out there and observe. And, uh, I promise being out on the river and, and just paying attention to your surroundings and, and trying to sort of nail down where these smallmouth are going this time of year. Um, it will help you in your, in your pre-spawn and post-spawn fishing, um, in the future. So if there's a silver lining to this whole, uh, whole ordeal, it's that we have more time to, to be outdoors and, um, and all that, but we just need to do it responsibly in, in every sense of the word. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll drop a link to that article in the show notes so folks can find it. And before I let you uh, go, why don't you let folks know where they can find you? So uh, when all the restrictions get lifted and you can guide again, uh, they can uh, book you for a smallie trip or a trout trip this summer. Yeah. Yeah. The website is, is mattreillyflyfishing.com and all my info's on there. Um, email, phone number, um, whatever, however you feel most comfortable reaching out. I'd love to hear from you. And I appreciate all the, all the support that everybody's given. And, and, uh, on, on another note, you know, something we've been focusing on with the, uh, with the rod company here lately is, is just, uh, everybody's trying to figure out how to stay in the game while all this is, is going on. And, and I really think our community will be, um, stronger for being able to weather this storm together if we can do it. And so, you know, any way you can support your, your, uh, you know, favorite companies or your favorite guide or whoever it is, um, you know, I'd encourage you to do it. It doesn't even have to be spending money. You know, you can go leave a, leave a Google review or a Facebook review or, or share some social media posts and, stuff like that, you know, leave the articulate fly a, a review so people can, uh, 
can see what's going on. I think that's really important right now. Yeah. And I would say, you know, to your point, I mean, it doesn't always have to be money. I mean, just call somebody um, that you have a fishing relationship with and let them know that you're thinking about it and ask them what you can do to help them come out on the other side. 100%, man. That's what it's about. Well, listen, folks, um, look out for yourself. Look out for your fellow man. If you're going to fish, be safe, particularly in this high water. Um, and, uh, you know, we're all in it together, and we'll see each other on the, wa- on the water on the other side soon. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Matt. All right. Thanks, Marvin.